0: Hi, and welcome to Deep Leadership. I'm your host, John Rennie. Well, I hope all is well with you today. It is Saturday morning, and this episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Jeremy Clevenger Fitness, who we featured on episode 145. Now, if you haven't heard that episode, I encourage you to go back and take a listen I have another great show lined up for you, but before we get started, I just wanted to mention my latest leadership book. It's called You Have the Watch, and it's available on my website and on Amazon. In fact, it's a number one new release and a bestseller on Amazon. I'm really excited about this new book because it's not actually a book. It's a guided journal for leaders that will take you through an entire year of leadership training. There are 50 themes in the book, and each day you'll reflect on a different facet of that theme. This journal is designed to be on your desk, at work for you to read and reflect on for about 15 minutes each morning. Leadership skills are just like any other skills. You need to practice them to get better at them, and this journal helps you practice those skills. So if you're interested in this guided journal, go to youhavethewatch.com or Amazon and pick up your copy today. If you're looking for other ways to support what I'm doing on the show, visit any one of my sponsors or purchase any one of my books at johnsrenny.com. Podcast listeners can use the discount code DEEP, at checkout to get additional savings. Also, I just wanted to mention that Deep Leadership is now ranked in the top 2.5% most popular shows out of 3 million podcasts globally, according to Listen Score. We're also closing in, on a, in the top 100 management podcasts in the U.S. So I wanted to thank each and every one of you for listening every week and sharing these episodes with your friends. You have helped this podcast grow into a, into a top-performing show. So thank you very much. Well, that is it. Today we're going to be talking about finding your why. My guest is Annie Lieb, and Annie is a certified professional coach who developed a process to help leaders find their why and become the best versions of themselves. Now, if you're feeling a little lost or just going through the motions at work, this might be your episode. So are you ready to dive in? Let's get started. Welcome to the Deep Leadership Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Annie Lieb. Annie is a certified professional coach and founder and CEO of Annie Lieb, LLC. Her executive coaching company helps professionals find their authentic selves and become stronger, better leaders. And she is the author of a book called Begin with the Breath. And I'm excited to have her on the show to talk about her breath framework and how it can help leaders become the best version of themselves. So Annie, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks, John. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I saw all these people that you've interviewed, and I'm so just impressed with your history of podcasting and, and your history of leadership um, and leading. So I'm really excited to be here with you.
0: Oh, I'm glad to have you. And I think you're going to bring, you know, a whole different element to to leadership. And I'm always learning from, from people who are experts in in certain aspects of leadership. So I'm excited about this. Uh, especially because I think you, you, one of the things that we leaders are always working towards is, is self-improvement. How do we become better leaders? And a lot of times we get stuck in areas. And so um, I'm hoping we're going to learn a lot from this, the breath framework you have and how we can get unstuck in some of our ways as leaders. So, so that's why I'm, I'm excited to have you on the show to talk about it.
1: I can't wait. That's my favorite topic. So besides my <laughs> well, besides my kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I like my kids too. So <laughs> but um first of all, tell us about your career journey and how you ended up moving into the role of executive coaching and, and helping leaders.
1: So I started off my career in pharmaceutical sales. Mm. And I was in sales and business development in pharmaceuticals for years. And uh, in 2018, I decided to go back to school to get my executive MBA because I just sort of felt like a number. Mm. And if you'll hear me describe, I sort of felt like one of these stuck individuals. Mm. I just was not fulfilled. I wasn't feeling resilient. I wasn't making the impact I wanted to make. And I thought if I go get my MBA, I'll be able to, you know, kind of slide into some management position, right? Mm. So this is what I'm thinking. Well, it's a 20 month program. And right as I'm almost at my graduation, COVID hits.
0: So Mm -hmm. it's the beginning
1: of 2020, COVID hits, the world turns upside down. Yes. And everyone in my cohort was like, Annie, what are you going to do with your, with this degree? You should be coaching. Like, this is Mm -hmm. like 40 people that I've spent, we've gone to war together, basically in this, in this program for business. And, um, you know, and they said, you really need to be coaching. You've coached all of us in, in, in this 20 month program. So I was like, you know what? I mean, it didn't happen that quick, but it was pretty quick that I said, I'm going to start an executive coaching company. Um, I'm going to get certified and I'm going to start this company because I want to help people in the same shoes that that I was in. Mm. And I know how to. Now I figured it out while going through the process of going through school. And I figured out that there was this missing link between personal and professional development. And that's sort of what got me excited. Then I came up with the breath framework and that's my coaching modality, which we can get into. Um okay. So all these things sort of happen, but that's how I, I, I just literally one day was like, I'm going to start an executive coaching company.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. And so you, 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 you started a start of the company, you start, you developed a process and uh, now you're working with clients and that's what I want to talk to you about. So what, um, what do people come to you uh, to try to fix in their lives or, you know, what do you find? the kind of work that you do, the kind of problems clients come to you with and how you help them.
1: So I, what happened was just to tell you a little tidbit of a story is I got really um, in love with LinkedIn. That's my Mm. baby. That's my platform. That's where all of my businesses come from. I have a really great, engaged, amazing following, which you understand because of all of our, all of your listeners. Um, And it's really an amazing platform to kind of really, truly be your authentic self. So as I started this company, I started to show myself really on LinkedIn and reveal things about me, my vulnerabilities, my struggles, my successes, Um, and some top executives were watching and they actually came to me and said, we want to hear more about this breath framework because this is something Mm -hmm. that we haven't seen before. And you're someone, we haven't seen anyone like you. You're really raw. You're really, you know, authentic, which I do think is an overused mm-hmm. word, by the way. But um, but really genuine and you show up as you and we want to know more. And that was the beginning of this blast off that the company took. <clears throat> These couple of executives really believed in me before I really had anything. This is the beginning of 2020, before mm. I really made it into something. And that's what slid me into this this role. And I started, so to answer your question, these people were feeling unfulfilled. They were feeling a lack of resilience. They didn't mm. know how to be adaptable. They felt stuck. They were on a treadmill, a hamster on a wheel. Why have I worked this hard to get this high in the company? And I don't feel like people are listening to me. Mm. I don't feel like I'm being heard. Everybody that I meet wants to have a, wants to be heard and seen. And mm. that's what I do for people.
0: That's really interesting. I can definitely uh, relate. I, mean, I did twenty-two years working in big companies, and <clears throat> there were times, especially when the culture shifted to be a more top-down management company, there were. And I was a general manager, vice president, so I was running multiple ma- manufacturing plants. But I definitely felt like like a cog in the wheel. Like like, uh, even though I had a fancy title and a fancy office, I felt like um, that my voice didn't matter you know, and, and that was a, it was definitely a struggle. And for me, at least uh, it led me to start my own manufacturing company and sort of depart the corporate world. Eventually, you know, I actually left a big company, went to another big company and I realized, Oh, it's exactly the same here as my other place. So I ended up just, you know, starting my own business and going out on my own because I felt lost. I felt um, just like you said, my voice wasn't being heard. I wasn't, you know, (sighs) it's almost like there was a little bit of age ageism that happens in corporations. And I don't, I don't really talk about too much, but clearly when you reach certain levels of, of pay and, um, and seniority, you know, they're always looking to like, Oh, there's younger people that can come in and they can be cheaper. And so I felt, I felt like, you know, for most of my career, I was that up and coming guy. And then I was, then I was, then I was the established guy and and I, and I, it was, I found myself like not in a good position being the established guy and not the up and coming guy. So it was interesting. So. Yeah. You, so I definitely like, felt that where's way.
1: your place, right? Like you didn't know you, you couldn't find your, your footing basically. Right, like, right. I've done all this and now I'm here. And what, what is life? Like, what am I doing with myself? Yeah, yeah. Do I want to do this every day, you know, and yeah. continue to be this person. And, I relate a lot of it back to like knowing your core values. That's what helped me to get unstuck. Yeah, and I'll talk yeah. about that with Breath Framework. But when you can really learn and dig into your core values, yeah. like for example, mine, and they're the same as my companies. my core values are love, freedom, perseverance, trust, and truth. Mm. And those five values are embedded in my soul. And in my everyday life, I lean into them every day with everything that I do. And once I did that digging, which I call excavating, once I did that that digging, I could really figure out who I was. And I gained my footing, like we just said, how you couldn't mm, find I your I like food. that. I like that. Yeah. I think probably
0: one of them, and I, I've not gone through this exercise, but I think one of them is, is the way I treat my people. I, I want to treat people with respect. And I found myself in big corporations, like having to implement things I didn't agree with. You know, mm. like this is what we're doing, and I'm like, I don't. That's I don't no really agree idea. with this,
1: right? <laughs> you <laughs> know, not, so you're and misaligned. I'm like, so that's so
0: you one. almost yeah. felt like I was selling my soul for my paycheck because you're I was totally doing misaligned. Over. That's yeah. a great
1: point that you make because that's a word that I use a lot: alignment, executive yeah. alignment. Yeah. And so many of these executive leaders that I meet are were just like you, just not aligning with the values of the company, didn't know their own values. And yeah. so really felt a misalignment and that just gets everything out of whack
0: in your life. Yeah, well, that makes that makes a lot of sense. That So um, so the book that you've you've written uh, is called Begin With Breath. And so uh, tell us about it. I assume this is where you're introducing the world to the breath framework, is that correct? It,
1: it is. It's an, actually no. Begin With The Breath is a collaborative book okay. Um, okay. that I made with all of these other coaches that I've worked with for a while. Nice. And what we did was I did the introduction and then they each wrote a chapter on their experience with my modality, the breath framework.
0: Oh, great. great. So
1: it's like a really good way to kind of see how people apply breath framework to their life.
0: Okay. And so you can hear
1: a little bit about my story too.
0: So you you introduce the concept and then you have people tell tell their stories, how they used it to get themselves unstuck in, exactly. in, in, in a, in a line. So all right, so tell us uh, tell us a little bit about your story and how and how the, the breath framework uh, evolved.
1: Um, okay. So remember this. So let's go back further than I told you from 2018, when I started school, let's go to 2014, beginning of 2015. I'm at my lowest low. I'm getting a divorce, signing my divorce papers. I look over on the wall where the notary is. And there's a poem by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And it says Mm -hmm. something about breath. And I think to myself, this is exactly how it went, John. I think, you can strip me of everything. You can take everything I have, but you can't take my breath. That's mine. Mm -hmm. And I turned on my heel after I signed the paper and I went to a tattoo shop in Philadelphia. Now, I know my dad knows by now, but my joke is like, I don't want my dad (laughs) to find out. You know, like being a Jewish girl from Philly, it's not really what we do. But, you know, so I I write it on a napkin and I take it to this and it's little, it's tiny, and I get it on my hip. Fast forward, I build my life back brick by brick over the next few years. So I really dug deep into self-improvement, who I was. Um, But then again, I was in the pharmaceutical industry where I kind of was lost again. So I was Mm. finding myself. Um, And then 2020 rolls around and I'm starting this business. And I think, what's this word breath is so important to me. Mm. I'm going to make it into an acronym because I want to teach people what I know. I want to Mm -hmm. tell them about my life and show them my vulnerabilities so they can learn and I can guide them to find their most authentic selves like I have. So I made it into an acronym. So B is for begin where you are. Mm -hmm. R is reclaim your power. E is excavate your core values. A is allow, not control. T is through, not around. And H is heal or healing. So Mm -hmm. I actually take people on a journey from their begin all the way through to their healing place, which I think I define as like your soul center, like you're full, you're whole, you're one, you understand your core values, you Mm. know who you are. You're ever evolving and always growing, but you're in this place where you can say, ah, I get it, I know who I am. I know my mission, I know my purpose.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because I think, you know, I always say like the you know it's like there's a famous quote too, and I believe it is like the two most important days in your life is the day you're born and the day you figure out why. And for my for my life, <clears throat> I knew why from early on. Before I was in high school, I knew I wanted to go in the Navy, and I knew I wanted to be on submarines. I knew I want to be a submarine wow. officer. So so my why was getting to the fleet and becoming a naval officer. And then I did that. I achieved all my goals. You know, by 25 years old. Wow. <clears throat> you know, so then what do you do next? And so I left the Navy and I found myself adrift trying to figure out what my next why was. And it wasn't until I found manufacturing and I found my love of working with blue collar employees and turning around businesses, uh, manufacturing business, that I found my second love. And that became my mission. And for, for, the, for the next 20 years, you know, and then, and then now I've sort of done it again, where I've shifted away from that to more leadership and teaching and training. But, um, but I think it's important that people find their why. And so um, how, how does the breath framework help people find their mission and their, and their why, why they're here on earth?
1: So it's a great question. I love your story. I'm so the opposite of you in that I had no idea what my why was until I was about 40. <laughs> no idea. But that's,
0: um, not, that's not atypical. That is no. no. It's people, not. people go, I, I took a job in corporate out of the Navy because I'm like, that's what people do. That's what not do. Know. I don't know anything about this corporation, but I'm just going to go. In fact, actually, I had two offers. One was pharmaceutical sales, by the way. I didn't take it, and I went into Indian. I went into manufacturing, but it's a long story. But very good. But yeah, very yeah. good. Um. But, so, okay. so
1: breath framework walks you through. I mean, I you know I can't I can't share all my tips and tricks, but I oh, will no, tell no. you.
0: I want people to buy the book.
1: <laughs> no, I I will I will tell you that when you can. Figure out where you begin. And that's mm. what I help with. Where you're really beginning. Because John, most people come to me and they don't know. They don't know mm. where their be- where their begin is. And I often, and it's not like this. It's not like Monday, we're going to work on B. The next session, we're going to work on R. It's not like that. It's much right, more conversational, right. much more intuitive exchanges. Um, but I will occasionally be like, do you see how you just reclaimed your power? That's what you're doing here. And so when you can reclaim your power, and there's different ways and exercises I have to do that, and then you excavate your core values, which is such a huge step for figuring out your strengths, yeah. leaning into them, figuring out who you are. That so much uncovers your why. Mm. And then you go through and you, you you allow and you stop controlling and you go through and you stop trying to go around. <clears throat> and then you get to this whole place. And when you get to this whole place, that's when, again, you say, oh, I am, I am valuable. I mm. am worthy. I do bring value and worth to everything I do. And we just sort of get to this place where they know who they are and then they can make more impact as leaders because they have resilience, they have Mm. adaptability, they have better leadership skills. They have all of these things that leading with empathy and compassion, all these things they didn't know they had before. Mm. And it Mm. gives them a new sort of lease on life.
0: Yeah, it makes me think a little bit about um, when you're talking about resilience and um, the ability to adapt. You, it makes me think of Angela Duck, Duckworth. Uh, she wrote "Grit," and she said that grit is actually passion and perseverance for the long for the long term. And the reason why people have grit, the, the the people that she talks about in her book that have grit, are the people that are so passionate towards their why that they're willing to go through anything to get there. Mm. Right. And so what you're saying is when you align and find your why, your mission, who it is you are and who it is you want to be, you're willing to go through anything to get there. And so you really have the adaptability, you have the perseverance, you have the grit to be able to persevere through the the tough times because you know you're on a path. It's like when I started this company, I'm an entrepreneur, started this company, I have a vision for what this company is going to be. And, and there's a lot of crap that goes with starting a business, but oh you don't persevere. I know it? <laughs> yeah, you persevere because you you see the, the vision and where you want to go mm-hmm. and you're willing to go through anything to get there. So that's interesting. So you're saying as you as you define your why and your purpose and what you want in, out of life, is it, it makes you more adaptable and more resilient
1: as a leader. Absolutely. It makes yeah. you be able to be able to deal with people better. People respect you more. Mm. There's better, clearer communication. You're able to show your vulnerabilities, but, and still stay strong. There's so many executives I deal with, they hear the word vulnerability and they shudder. <laughs> and I'm just like, you don't, you're, you're not, let me define it for you. Let me help you understand. Let me help you understand what this word authentic means. Let me tell you about my story. And I share, like you said earlier, we weren't on camera yet, but you said, I'm going to share some of my story. I love that because that's what I do. And I would never think that you're making it about you. Like I love the relating to what I'm saying because that's what I do with my clients. We relate, Mm -hmm. we converse. Um, and we, and we talk about the trials and tribulations of life and they see that I'm very real and authentic and that I bring myself and show up as me all the time. And that to me is freedom and freedom. Personal freedom is the end goal here. True personal freedom is what I think everybody really desires. And there's actually been studies on it too, that at the end of the day, that's really what people want. And that's where I help lead people to.
0: We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Jeremy Clevenger Fitness. As a high-performing leader, you know that leadership isn't about telling people what to do. It's about leading by example. And for most people, the one area they are lacking when it comes to leading by example is their health and fitness. By improving your health and fitness, every other area of your life improves. But how do you get and stay fit as a busy leader? Well, you do what you've always done. You hire the best person for the job. Now, don't struggle on your own. Put Jeremy Clevenger on your team. Jeremy will work with you to help take your physique, mindset, nutritional habits, and more to the next level with his step-by-step all-inclusive coaching program. Now, I've worked with Jeremy for the past year, and I'm in the best shape of my life. So if you want to step up your game reach out to Jeremy at JeremyClevengerFitness.com to find out more and get your initial consultation scheduled with him today. This episode is brought to you by the Fraternity of Excellence. The Fraternity of Excellence is an online and real-world community for men who are looking to improve in all areas of their lives. The men of FOE are working together to become better husbands, fathers, and leaders at work and in their communities. Well, I, I love it because I can tell you this is the biggest advantages for six years being, uh, you know, running my own manufacturing company, doing these podcasts, writing books, is personal freedom has been number one. And it's been a fun journey from that standpoint is that uh, I get to do what I want to do every day, you know, and uh, and I, I'm my I own it. boss. And it, I, love, I love that.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about freedom, which, by the way, is also tattooed on my arm. I've gotten bolder as the years have gone on. Um, my dad saw that one. Um, so I was, when I was doing this a few years ago and excavating my own core values and coming up with the breath framework and everything, I remember like Googling core values and Mm. looking at them on my screen. And I saw like a hundred core values or 150 words in front of me. And I'm like, and I'm looking at them and I'm thinking about it. And I say, freedom, this John, this is exactly what I said. I remember where I was sitting. I said, why would anyone pick that as a core value? Mm. I said, like, like to be free and not be in jail? Like, isn't that just something of course we want? Like, of course we have, right? And then as I excavated, I realized not only is it a core value of mine, it's my overarching core yeah. value that's yeah. embedded in everything I do, woven yeah. into the fabric of my being. It's so important to me to be free to be Annie authentically mm. and show up as me every day. And for so long, I was in this box put in the box both by me and by others. And now I'm out of this box and I get to be free. And that's truly the best reward I could ever have.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As you look at some of the stories in the book um, of people that have gone through the the breath framework, what are some that stand out to you that as far as either transformation or people just getting unstuck or something that is, um, even to you, it was a surprise?
1: Was it surprising? You know, I have to tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip it around a little bit. I think I'm pretty humble. And like, it. I couldn't believe the effect that it had on people uh, w- yeah, when this book yeah. was written. It was less like, oh, that, that happened. And more like, oh my gosh, like this is really making an impact yeah. on all walks of life. You know, from top executives to coaches to artists, this was making an impact on everybody that i taught it mm. to so i trained these people into in working and coaching with the breath framework and then they wrote chapters on how it was in- impacting them and so oh, it was great. more like r- humbling like whoa like yeah. i can't believe this is working like it is and then it was confirmation that okay i'm on my w- i'm on my way to my vision my mission right like i know where yeah yeah i'm doing something right
0: did anyone through the process change careers like realize that they're like not even in the right career path oh
1: yes I have a couple, I have one specific executive I can think of. I'm not going to use names, but I can think of that actually left her position at a huge fortune 500 company and totally switched roles. And she is one of my biggest advocates. She writes all of my testimonials. Like she's done video for me. Like she's amazing. And we found her voice and she was finally seen. And that's what she says to me. Like you saw me and you heard me and I just was in the wrong role. It wasn't anything against the company it wasn't yeah. anything against the people or the value it was that was the wrong role for me so yes absolutely
0: cuz i think that's the way we 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 head down a path in life and we sort of like get momentum and we sort of just stay on that path right and then things happen you you get married you have children you're you're you have expenses and you sort of stay on the same path because you're making a paycheck and you're not happy. You're not, you're not, you're not your authentic self. You become, and I would say this is that, and the people that work for me, everyone that works for me at this company worked for large businesses and they, they, we call it, it was like a soul sucking, uh, it just, you know, the world of soul sucking cubicles where we, like we 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 sold our souls for a paycheck, you know. And I just I feel like, and everyone who's come to work for me is like they love just being part of a company that is they are free to be their authentic selves. And yes. Like we we you know we have a manufacturing plant here, and people bring in their dogs, they bring in their children. It's 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 more of a family than it is a manufacturing business, and and maybe it's a little chaotic, but it's it's people being their authentic selves uh, at work. And so I'm not a different person at work than I
1: am at home. I'm at home. John, you're speaking my language. (laughs) This is all the stuff that I talk about and all the stuff that I preach is possible for these executives. Yeah. And and I can lead them there to get into alignment. These people sound like they're in alignment. They understand what they're doing. And you don't have to put on a mask when you go to work and change who you are and then go home and you're miserable because you hated the day. It doesn't have to be like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what are some signs of, of someone that, you know, if, if someone's listening in on this and and uh, what are some signs that say that you might, might want to take a look at this framework what are the what are the signs that you're 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 frustrated you're stuck what are what are some things that uh, individuals might be feeling that would where you'd say well, you really need to take a look at this framework because it's going to help you down the right path
1: your, your team at work is, is misaligned. You're not communicating mm. clearly. You're not having the impact. I use the word impact a lot. You're not having the impact you want to have both with your being seen and heard both at the office and at home. Okay. Or, or you know, and you're sort of in this place where you say like, we could, if we just gelled a little bit better, if I understood how to make everything gel and get in flow, mm-hmm. this would be so much better. I can help you do that. It's those mm. people that are missing that, gel that flow that resilience it's hard for people to be resilient until you learn mm. how and do the work this is hard stuff mm. this is work that goes way back and you know you you um you have to dig into your a lot of your personal stuff and that's that's scary for some people and another thing is when you have the openness and the willingness and you're like and you say to yourself that's something i might consider do it it will change your life. I mean, I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about other good executive coaches. Like it is life altering and transformational when you do the work. So Mm. I am a big advocate and proponent. Like I want people to understand not just me, but there's plenty of business out there. I don't look at, I don't look at it as competition. I think there's enough for everybody and you have to find who you click with. And that's what I can sort of I, I can show up as me, and if we don't click, we don't click, and I will be open and honest about that because I think transparency is huge too. Mm,
0: yeah. So it's almost like you know when when you're sick, you might try to deal with it for a little while, but then you would eventually go to see your doctor, right? Right. Uh, but in 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 work, if we're just not feeling right about our jobs we tend to just sort of say, well, this is just the way it is. And I'm just, this gonna, is work, right? This, this is, is just work. work. it's a four letter word. I'm just going to keep showing up and keep getting my paycheck because my family depends on me. My, uh, I have a reputation to keep up. And, and so we don't go to the doctor. We don't seek out someone like you because we figure we just gut it, gut it through. But as you say, if you do, you know, seek out someone like you get this book, learn this framework, you have, you can unlock some possibilities you didn't even know existed. Uh, you, you can make a change for your life for the better. And you can start living, you know, your life consistent with your own personal principles. Right.
1: Absolutely. Um. And I think, I think you said it best when you said it's just somebody that's like goes to work and says, you know, this is work. That's I'm at work. Why should I be happy? And it's like, yeah. wait a minute. Like yeah. there is so much more to life. Believe me, I've, been there I know yeah. what it's like to go to the grind I don't feel like that ever with this job yeah and I don't have health benefits through a company I, I pay everything on my own it's my own company like I I don't have a you know I don't have the things and the pros and the benefits that these big companies have right yeah. I'm just doing this myself I'm building it alone yeah. so you know even th- saying that I can tell you I am satisfied every single day I'm rewarded every day by people that you that you and I are talking about today having transformations in their lives because they were open and willing to do the work.
0: And, and I would argue you're, you feel that way every day because you're living your purpose. You're living yes. what consistent with what your values are and what your purpose is. And I'm
1: not saying, John, that some days aren't hard. Some days I'm like, you know, if I could just have a 401k match, that would be great, you know. (laughs) But like, I don't. So what are
0: those? I don't know what those are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what is that? You know, I mean, it's like God, another bill. They they keep coming. But but then I wake up in the morning and I can't. I'll tell you this: when I have a day off, or like I'll you know I graduate a couple people and I only have one person I'm coaching that day, or I don't coach one day, I feel off. I yeah. like it really fulfills me that much that it's it's life changing when I don't have it in my life. And my son asked me the other day. I mean I wrote a post about this on LinkedIn. My son said, if you had a billion dollars, would you what would you do, Mom? You'd quit work tomorrow, right? I said, I wouldn't do anything different. Yeah. I don't care if I have a gajillion dollars. This is what my job is supposed to be. This is my mission. This is my purpose for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's fun when you when you're doing that. It because I, I know I, I live. I live that life now. So I know what that feels like. So, and I know what the other life feels like for 22 years. Yes.
1: And, I'm so happy to hear that. that yeah. And that I, and
0: I, it, it wasn't in the, early on in my career, I thought it was great. It was exciting. It was fun. But towards the end, I was just like, oof, I'm like, oh, I got to go to work again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ugh, here's another day. And, you know, you're counting the minutes until Friday. And then, then Sunday right. scaries come because Monday's right around the corner. And it's, I just can't, I can't yeah. live like that. I refuse to live like that.
0: So if you're that, if you're one of those individuals that has to put on a mask every time you go to work, if you're regretting Sunday nights are are are, are, are scary to you because, you know, you got to go back in the office. If you're uh, wondering about how you ended up where you're at, you need to be looking for this, these resources. You need to find this book. You need to talk to Annie because she's going to get you out of that and help you find where you ought to, where you belong. And, and it, so may not, like my- it may not be where you're at right now. My
1: empathy chip comes out when you say all that and I just want to say to the people listening that feel that way, you're not alone. Like yeah. you are so not alone. There are so many people that feel the way you do and there's light at the end of this tunnel, I promise you.
0: Yeah. Oh, it certainly sounds like that. That for sure is and you've got the examples in your book of people that that have changed their life with the with the framework. Um, one thing I've just was in, I was looking through some of your materials and one thing that struck stood out to me and I didn't understand what that was, but, uh, you say, you know, well, well, I know this, the change is difficult, but you say you, um, have a fear mapping technique to help leaders deal with change. What is, what's involved with fear mapping?
1: So fear mapping is a way that I am, there's a lot of intuition involved here. So there's conversational pieces and there's some exercises that I have, and we kind of figure out what your fears are, because usually mm. fear is underneath an emotion. Like, yes. am I, I, I feel angry at work. Well, but you're, but really, there's probably some fears underneath there. You right. know, there's always fear. And if we can get to the root of those fears, and that's how I do, I map it out for them in my own special way. And we figure out what they are. And so we're able to slice and dice them, navigate through them and overcome them.
0: Yeah. And, and so what would some of those fears be? And I would think like, for me, like I was, I was a big guy in a big company, right? I had a fancy title and that was like who I was. And so like, that was my identity. So like, for me, the fear is losing that identity or being, you know, like where the world sees me a certain way. He's an, he's an executive at this big company. And like, I like being that person, I like right. that, that identity. And my fear was losing that identity. If I went off and did something on my own, is that what you're talking about is finding those, uh, know, digging deep enough to say where, why are you stuck? You know, That's
1: really good self-awareness, John. You've yeah. definitely done some work. Um, yeah that is one imposter syndrome is another one that i'm going to be live. found out i'm going to mm-hmm. be a fr- i'm a fraud and everybody's going to figure me out i don't know what i'm doing right um so there's a lot of that and there's a lot of fear of success too fear of making yeah. it, you know yeah. fear of what's gonna and what's gonna happen change is scary for people yeah changes yeah. any kind of change is really scary i'm used to having my coffee at 7 a.m going to the gym getting in the office by eight i'm used to stay until 6 30 i'm used you know th- i have my assistant i mean da-da-da-da-da. and that that's what they know, and they're just yeah. going through life existing instead of living. I call it, I have a course that I'm creating right now, it's called executive alignment, it's not out yet, it'll be out in the beginning of the year, but it walks people through the breath framework. So it's almost like it's not one-to-one coaching, it's me, it's a recorded course and me explaining breath framework. And what I talk about a lot is um getting them to go from their begin all the way to their heel and We're recording, and I need to stop because I just lost my train of thought.
0: (laughs) No, but you're talking about your training, your course. My course,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, so, but what did we say before? What did you say before that?
0: Well, we were just we were just talking about uh, being able to, you know.
1: Oh, your fears, fears, your fears,
0: working on fears. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, plenty of people. Sorry about that. So, plenty of people think that you know they won't they won't understand it. It won't it won't resonate them. You know what I hear from a lot of I hate to say a lot of men. I hear this won't work on me.
0: I went to therapy
1: once and it didn't work, you know, and it's like, Oh, you went one time for an hour and PS, this isn't therapy. It's coaching. It's a little different. This is a partnership, you know, and there's a lot of different ways that we can, that we can uncover those fears and they're really not as unovercomable as they think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're exactly. Yeah. and, And again, as someone who found my authentic self later in life, um, you know, you can overcome those fears. And yeah, I'm no I'm no longer a, a big big wig at a big company. I I'm CEO of a tiny company and I love it. And it's you, my new and identity. You, and you're
1: still you. It's not, it wasn't really yeah. your identity. That's what right. I have to say about that. You just right. thought it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So your fear so was is... taking over.
0: Exactly. So, so yeah, so you can make big changes in your life and, and live a more authentic self. You can make those shifts. You can make those change. Don't feel stuck because there's ways out of that. So yeah, absolutely. Annie, this is, this is phenomenal. I, I really think this is some powerful stuff because I think, as you mentioned earlier, there's more people facing those problems. Uh, you're not alone if you're facing those problems. There's more like you than you think. A lot of people are putting on a, a mask. They're going into work every day. They're pretending to be the person that they everyone thinks they are. Uh, but really their authentic self is something different. And so if you feel that way, you need to find Andy's resources and you gotta sort that stuff out. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And and yeah. reach out to me. I'm big on truth. Okay. Finding your truth is how you align with your most authentic self. And people are like, what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you when we meet about how to uncover and figure out what your truth is. It has to do with your mission and your purpose. But when you can align with who you are and your truth, why you're here, what it is your purpose is to be here and what you should be doing every day, your life changes drastically. And you don't have to be on this treadmill.
0: I love it. I love it. Get off the treadmill. Off
1: the treadmill. (laughs) Hamster off, get off the wheel, hamster.
0: Get off the wheel. I love it. So, um, Annie, how can people find out more about you, uh, your company, and
1: your book, and your resources? So, um, number one, LinkedIn, like I said, is my baby. That's my platform. So, Annie Lieb. I'm on LinkedIn, and it's L-E-I-B. Everybody misspells it. (laughs) Um, So, I'm, I'm on there. I'm very reachable. I'm on all the time. They can DM me. They can reach out to me. They can comment and engage. Um, I have I have an amazing amazing group of of people that's my following. I mean, truly I feel like they're my LinkedIn family. <laughs> so that's so that's that's what I call them. So and then my website annieleeb.com. So it's just a n n i e l e i b dot Come visit and you'll be able to see kind of what I'm doing a little bit more about who I am. And as you can hear, I'm an open book. So please please approach me.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's great. We're going to put links in the show notes for everybody who's driving their car right now and didn't take notes, but uh, that'll be there. There'll be links to the LinkedIn website uh, and her book. Annie, thank you for coming on the show and sharing this really insightful conversation because I really think that there's a lot more people that are stuck and need to hear this than 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 we think. So thanks for coming on and sharing this information.
1: Thanks, John. I so appreciate our, your time today and, and I had a great time.
0: For more information and updates, please visit our website at www.deepleadershippodcast.com or johnsrenny.com. Until next time, take care.
1: Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed.